welcome back to this week's episode of the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tara Misseldine, and I'm joined here by Amanda Kingsley. And we are going to take you on a journey today, as we always do, one where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Excuse me. Amanda, let's just jump right in because this is a humongous topic. Today we are going to be talking about self-talk and we'll see where the conversation takes us. Um, but what is your what is your gratitude to start us off today? Uh, I'll go with super simple. Trader Joe's, for anyone who lives in Trader <laughs> Joe's, has these salad dressings in the refrigerator section, like mm. near the lettuce and stuff. And the one I'm obsessed with right now is like turmeric, uh, ginger, and lemon or something like that. And they're just like crazy delicious. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a yummy one. It's making me hungry as like, as we're recording this, we're like closing in on the lunch hour. Um, Let's see. I, I have a weird gratitude today and that is that the color blush is coming into vogue again this year. And I love that. That's like my color, that like blushy champagne pink color. I freaking love it. And it's everywhere right now. It's basically like the color of a Himalayan salt lamp. Yeah, totally. You know, I love that color so much. And I love that it's like showing up everywhere. So I might have like a little bit of like stuff to add to my branding. (laughs) I might be having a little anxiety over here because that is that is a color that like almost triggers me oh, oh no so feminine it is very and feminine. I am not very feminine neither am I interesting um I literally have like a visceral reaction is that the right word when I yes see that color. it could be yeah. when I see that color I'm like so. Yeah, I don't know why I love it so much. Maybe because I, you know, I also live, I spend a lot of time in yang energy and I have some very masculine, yeah. <laughs> I, I tend not to gravitate toward feminine stuff at all, except I do enjoy feminine clothing and I'm not, I'm not sure why, but maybe it is kind of womb-like and maternal. It is. There's a different energy to it than like a hot pink. Oh, totally. I'm totally cool with but when you get to that like blushy, mauvey, um, it's almost like um, it's almost like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Like goes back generations of femininity. <laughs> I don't so know. not not vintage, but like yeah, I don't even know. I'm just gonna sit and process that color a little bit. This is really interesting. <laughs> if anybody. <laughs> I had I would have had no idea that my <laughs> my color love would <laughs> would bring this up. But if anybody has something to say about this, if there is some kind of like either you know feng shui or color energies thing that's coming up here, and you have some insight, well, please do let us I know. I think I know what it is, and it's that that color is very much in the love and relationship area. If you're talking about feng shui, mm-hmm. and in that area, it's all about receiving. Which is so feminine, isn't it? Really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that and move on because right. 
Yeah, maybe we should change the topic of our conversation (laughs) (laughs) to the color blush. (laughs) Yeah, well, we could just start about self-talk around receiving. (laughs) Yeah. Oh wow. (laughs) Which is clearly the trigger for me around that color, and um, my self-talk around retrieving, receiving is very much like I'm not worthy. yeah, well, I'll just end it there. <laughs> That's where the self-talk is. It's so huge. Mm. So when I think about receiving or I see that color and am triggered to think about receiving, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of self-talk about being worthy. Um, mm. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, um, I haven't given enough yet. Um so yeah, self-talk, bam, right there. <laughs> yeah, and it's so fat. And see, this is this is why, like, as always, this is going to be the tiniest little tip of the iceberg that we talk about today because this topic is so deep and so pervasive and also so individual because I feel something entirely different when, when, you- when my self-talk starts regarding that color or even regarding receiving or... Um, yeah. Like my my self talk doesn't go anywhere toward whether or not I'm worthy. It's it's self permissions because I drive myself to be strong and powerful and brave and mm-hmm. all of these things that I'm constantly telling myself that I need to prove that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and I hate to keep like bringing it back to this color, but this is like the reference that this we're the re- yeah. reference that we're working with today, but. Like I see that color and it's like, okay, put this on and you have permission to just be this soft. You know, you have permission to be this vulnerable. You have permission to be like, you know, this, that it's a quiet power instead of the one that I'm always, it's, it's an internal, like safety in resilience or something. I don't, I don't know, but it's like, it's okay to be soft. And so in in your, because um, I know you've reflected on your self-talk just because of who we are and that we mm-hmm. both have. Um, do you think your self-talk about permissions mm-hmm. comes mo- from experience as a child or like a cultural belief or both? And what percentage of both? Yeah, I think that it it's both, but more of like a self-imposed um, survival tactic than something that I learned as a child. Because I had a relatively permissive young childhood. Um, and after my personality was already formed, did I find myself in a household that was extremely overbearing and controlling and manipulative. But I like I feel like lots of parts of me were already formed by that time. Um, so then my entire life became rebelling against those controls. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm not sure. I'm well, not I just sure. I think it's interesting that I have little to no thought about permission to anything at all. I'm like, and I see, my entire life is about permission. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so why is that so different in us? Like, where where do these things come from? I know for me with the self-worth, a huge piece of it is just cultural and media and Mm -hmm. like, but then also um, definitely pieces of 
my childhood and yeah I mean I know there's stories in there that affected it Mm -hmm. but I also know a huge piece of it it's just like it's cultural and some of it's not even mine I'm just carrying the weight of it Mm -hmm. um and so it's just interesting to think about where these things get triggered in us and why they stick what like the thought about permission just like has no weight on me like that word I have zero attachment to in any way I don't have an attachment to worthiness which is crazy (laughs) (laughs) and I know that I know that worth is like a big one for a lot of people and I you know I mentioned in a previous episode the relationship that I had with my mom as a child and and that was one where I never I could never question that I was worthy because I was told constantly, like yeah. for, for all of whatever other failures, I never questioned whether or not like wow. I was enough because I was everything to her, you know, everything. Wow. I, and so I don't, I don't question that. And like, I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but the, the permissions thing, um, and it's not always like, it, I'm not looking for permission from anybody else, but it's just like, you know, it is okay to depart a little bit from where you found your power for me, um, that it doesn't have to look exactly one way to be powerful and to be strong and to be whole. Um, yes, because I, I chose power, you know, like personal power a very long time ago as the only place that I could be safe was being strong enough to hold my own lines, to be my own team, to you know, to take care of myself and everyone else who needed me, I had to be like the stone pillar, you know, and stone pillars don't come in blush. <laughs> I love that this whole conversation is based on the color of blush. The color of blush. We have our, we have our time. Wow. Um, it's just so, it, to me, this is all just such proof of and the self-talk are just thoughts in our head, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's just such proof that these thoughts are just words. And it's the meaning that we give them that matters. And you give meaning to worthiness and permission in such a different way than I give meaning to it. But it's the same exact sentence or word or mm-hmm. concept. Or trigger. And mm-hmm. why do we give so much power to thoughts like that um so why why do we so interesting (laughs) well I think one thing I was thinking about when you were talking about my you know being raised with such an utter knowing that you were worthy that you didn't let the messages from the because you were raised we're practically the same age Mm -hmm. um of course we had different childhoods, but culturally we were raised in similar energies. Oh yeah. And New England in the, in the eighties. Yeah. And your, you had such a strong message of self-worth that it overrided. Mm -hmm. It overrode anything that you saw in the bigger picture. You're like, well, no, I don't believe that. I believe my mom. She says I'm worthy. That poster says I'm not worthy, but she says I am, so I must be. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think my mom did a great job on like not just assuming that I would get that message and that it would be enough, but 
I have vivid memories of, you know, some of my friends' mothers making derogatory comments about their daughter's bodies when Mm. we were like young teenagers. And it would make my mother rip roaring mad. And she would not like she would not hesitate to talk the entire way home about like how that was not okay. You should never say right. something like that, that to your child. And um, so she very actively counteracted right. those messages. It wasn't just like, oh, I love you so much. And I hope that that's enough for you to know that, you know, not to believe those other yeah. messages. Yeah. So it. So you it learned is, yeah. to give her, her words you've chosen to give them power in your yeah life. more more power beautiful. than you know magazine pages and things like that yeah totally beautiful um and i yeah i give power to to the magazine images i still mm. do I, I hate to say it but i do <laughs> yep. uh, and i can intellectually and logically talk myself out of that but there's this underlying thought that is really hard to shake. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, that self-talk just spirals. So, I guess what I've learned in the last three years about self-talk is that the more I practice my way out of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. the more I practice correct, uh, correcting the thoughts, changing the thoughts, redirecting the thoughts, giving power to new thoughts, the quicker it happens. And so when I started this work of noticing the self-talk, it took a really long time to just notice it, to even notice that it was there. Then it took a really long time to know what to do about it. And the more you practice and the more you study and the more you um, are aware, the easier it gets. And so even though I have some strong feelings and self-talk about worthiness, I don't let them get in my way. I just know that they're there and I've practiced so much that I can push them out of the way and mm-hmm. and keep going or just notice them and say like, I see you're still there, but I'm going to keep going. And so yeah. no matter what your self-talk is, because clearly Tara and I have really different self-talk, no matter what it is, the key is to notice it, learn to redirect it or move around it. And, and to practice, just keep practicing, practicing, practicing until it happens quicker and quicker and quicker. Mm-hmm. And you see that billboard and either ignore it or laugh at it or, you know, notice it and move on or whatever. But um, it's all about practice. Yeah. And I, I guess I also want to point out that self-talk is not just negative, obviously. Oh, um, we've we've referenced a lot of um, negative yeah. spinning self-talk in yeah. this conversation so far. Um, but, you know, like when people could hear it and recognize that the, the voice in their head is saying, oh, you know, that person is perceiving me as unworthy or like yeah. I'm I feel unworthy now. Is it me perceiving myself as unworthy or yeah. am I sensing that they are perceiving myself <laughs> as yeah. unworthy? And like, why on earth does that person think that I am unworthy? That's such a weird thing to think about me. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. There's, there's so many different voices of self-talk. And I think you're absolutely right that being aware of what is being said in our minds is yeah. the key to changing any of this because so much self-talk is is like under the radar. We would even make a split decision based on that self-talk in our head for or against whatever we're doing. And we don't even, we, 
We don't even consciously hear the voice. Totally. It just says yes because or no because. Mm -hmm. And if we're not registering what the because was, then we are handing that power over to decisions that we could have made when we were, you know, six years old for ourselves. Yeah. And a lot of us are really listening to self-lecturing, not self Yeah. Right? So, it's not like, a conversation. Exactly. A lot of the self oh, I love that. that we're listening to is just a definitive voice. It's like a lecture in our heads from ourselves. And then what we learn to do is have a talk, have a self-conversation between the thoughts in our head. Oh, I love that, Amanda. <laughs> and then we can eventually get to the other side where it is also a lecture almost or a definitive thought, but it's in a positive direction. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you can go from like a negative lecturing to self-conversation, then mm -hmm. back to more just affirmation, positive affirmation again. But there's, yeah, there's so many yeah. layers of it. Yeah. Uh, and one, one thing that I just wanted to bring up, it just like kind of got sparked in me a couple of minutes ago. Um, and that is trying to surround yourself with trusted sources who confront your negative self-talk and trust yeah. them. Ooh, yeah. Because this, uh, this was really transformational in the first few years of my marriage, you know, uh, because David, David showed me an adult love that I had never known from anybody but my mom, like that kind of unconditional, like where he just adored yeah. so much about me that yeah. I never even cared whether or not other people appreciate it because it wasn't, it wasn't serving what I had chosen for myself. It didn't matter. But finding it from Dave is sort of like confronted some of that negative self-talk like, oh, I don't have to be beautiful because that doesn't matter to what I'm trying to do with my life. And all of a sudden, like, it was allowed to matter a little bit. You know, it felt really good to, like, believe him when he said, oh, honey, you look so beautiful. And I was like, come on, who cares? Like, that doesn't even matter. Thanks, but whatever. <laughs> and being able to sort of step into that and have that, like, quest help, help me question some of the things that I could never even have that conversation with myself about because I didn't care. Like, I wasn't prioritizing being beautiful in this world, you know? Um, and it, not to say that it's not, and that's really important to some people because of the path that they've chosen. Um, but surrounding yourself with people who do reinforce those really good things. And even if you hear a voice that argues with what they're telling you is true, just trust them. <laughs> just try to trust them. Yeah. Find people you can trust. Yeah. Just play with trusting them. Just, yes. Exactly. You know, what would it be like if I believed them? Yeah. What would it be like if I, what would it be work? like if I believed that my husband loved me more than anything? You know, what would it be like to believe that I was the most beautiful thing he ever saw? Yeah. What would that be like? Instead of who cares? Shut up. That doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh my one. gosh. These go by so fast. I know. Okay, who would have thought? Who would have thought my little gratitude? <laughs> I'm terrible at turning Let's my time off. This up. Why is that? There we go. Ooh, I know that all came from the color blush. <laughs> I know, it's so fascinating. But I would love to hear what other people's, you know, like, does, does anyone else, else have that sort of like internal visceral, I, I'll, I'll make this my ask. Um, does anyone else have a reaction strongly one way or the other to this color. I'm really curious because it's everywhere right now. It's popping up everywhere. Yeah. So 
Tell me. I'm, I'm so I am going to, to challenge myself to, uh, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to buy myself a piece of clothing in that color. <gasps> and I will and love it. I will think it. you look so beautiful. It's making my heart race. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to experience what happens when I wear that color. I'm just going to let it be whatever it is and notice it. Cool. Well, I'm going to give you lots of extra oh, hugs if you wear ass. it at the retreat. <laughs> you can send me a beautiful uh, piece of clothing in that color and I'll consider purchasing it. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird episode this was, but I liked it. I loved I it. Love it. All right. So thanks everybody for joining us again for another episode. Um, we will include in our show notes, the new and improved show notes, um, all the links to all of whatever we talked about. and. Uh, and also remind you of what the asks were and you'll get the highlights and whatnot. So um, I think we please... should link to an image of that um, color palette. Oh, cool. I can do that. I can take yeah, that on. That. <laughs> <laughs> to blush or not to blush. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.